It is time. It is time. The time is now. The time is here. You are opening into the new level, the new version, the new expansion of yourself, your soul, your cosmic self into your human in this brand new spiral of life, this brand new spiral of creational expansion experience in this cosmos, this new phase, this new game. We've been deconstructing since mid to late December and now we are beginning to open and to see the new possibilities, the new experiences, the new options. It's very exciting and it can be very destabilizing because this new energy is, is very different. And the human biology, whereas your soul is excited, your cosmic self is thrilled, your, your sort of energy at the bigger level is just like, yeah, here we go, let's go, let's go. But your neurobiology is like, what? What's going on? This is intense. This is new. We don't really know how to react to this. All the different energies are all these different kind of like light packets of information and they're moving faster and faster and faster and faster and stimulating your nervous system. So coming into some skillfulness or increased skillfulness with supporting your nervous system to handle and expand with these energies is going to be absolutely vital. Like that's always been a really good idea, but as I've said before, this year, that is a key part of the foundation building that we have to do. So we're in this beautiful opening space of energy in recent days where we have been experiencing or aware of huge clearings, huge, new, big, vast, open spaces within ourselves, and energetically around the world and we are interested in exploring. Remember that our cosmos was designed for differentiated communion and so this means that on some level your soul's design is to explore, is to expand, is to evolve, is to become new things or create new things and have the experiences that come from that. If you happened to have given yourself a gifted brain at birth in your human form, then you have that inner drive that I'm describing there times a hundred. So where we are now is we're starting to have this new way of experiencing the question of why did I come here? What did I come here for? What is my purpose? And please understand that any externalized ideas that you have, meaning ideas that you have about what you want to do out there in the world or create out there in the world or change about the experience that others are having in some way, shape or form, whether it's through your direct services, whether it's through art that you're creating and putting in the world, stories that you're sharing in the world, businesses that you're building in the world, uh, new uh, land restoration projects that you're putting into the world, new regenerative practices that you're teaching in the world, healing, beauty. All of these externalized ideas about what you want to do next or expand from what you have been doing 
these are beautiful and wonderful and yes, and we will come back to them, but please understand that all of those are simply your own soul's desire expressing itself through your human body to actually experience its own beauty and perfect, pure, amazing, wonderful, unique expression of love, of life force within yourself, wanting to see and experience more of your soul within yourself and the way in which your soul holds the both the uniqueness of your own design and the pure, infinite, deep, sacred current of life force, love, source, all of these things, this special spark and fractal fractal within each of us that we all have as expressions of that. You want to see that coming more and more into your own human. And so everything about what you want to do on the outside, external to that, is like a projection or an echo or a fractal of that. And if you can approach all of those doings from this new foundational understanding, you will have a few cool things will happen. One, you will much more rapidly expand your own inner access within to that which you truly want and desire to experience within. You will see what you are growing, what you are building, what you are doing out in the world expand much more quickly with much more grace and ease. And you will find that the impacts you're able to have through those offerings and actions in the world will be exponentially higher. You may want to sit with this quite a bit because there are many layers within each of us depending on where our human experience has been that may need to get peeled back, gently peeled back. There may be many different layers still for you to go through to get to the place where you can really be in even the understanding of what I just shared. Or perhaps you can easily have the intellectual understanding, the mental model of what I'm sharing but you can't quite feel it within your being yet. Or perhaps you can feel it in your being as well. And you're sort of thrumming and humming as I'm speaking about this going, yes, 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 that. And you're not really sure yet how to do it or how to support it. So just keep working with it. Keep being in it and don't like work with it. Like I'm going to grind away, like be in it. Understand it for what it is. It's the beautiful, delightful adventure that your soul has crafted for you to have, for it to have here in this life. So just play in it. Lean back. It's a big, giant swimming pool. Float in it. All right? This isn't about how many laps can I do in the pool and can I beat my newest time. <laughs> Okay, if you're like me and you came here for the full and complete embodiment of your entire true soul into this human form in this lifetime, know that there is so much space, there is plenty of space. Within yourself, there's plenty of room for you. I have struggled with this throughout my life, this sensation and belief about there isn't enough room for all of my soul to fit in this human experience. 
And I have recently had the incredible experience of grace opening me with assistance to remove and clear that belief and really understand and viscerally experience all the room that exists within me for all of me at the soul cosmic self level. If you're like this as well, much of your human experience has been about how you don't really fit in. The boxes contain you, you grow out of them very fast. They kind of hurt. You know, you change jobs or roles or identities or ways of expressing yourself in the world very quickly. You may have done that in a manner that has been incredibly, quote unquote, successful by society's standards, meaning like you've moved up the ladder very quickly professionally. Uh, you've, you know, made lots of money or won awards or whatnot, right? Or maybe not. It doesn't matter. But that is, I would say, the fundamental nature of the human experience that is the early stages of this opening soul cosmic self experience. And so like when we look around, we can look around at what are the different ways in which we might exist in the world in our physical experience in the beautiful gravity realms that we are here to to experience and and let's not knock the 3d let's have a little conversation for a moment about the way in which we have many times kind of you know thrown shade at the 3d and talked about the 3d as gross or yucky or i'm trying to leave the 3d to go to the you know, typically I see this as a 3D versus 5D. Very recently I'm starting to sense that people are starting to feel the 7D energies that started to be embodied on the planet last August of 2022. And so then they're starting to do this like, oh, 5D versus 7D. This is hilarious. Like, come on, humans, cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. This whole separation in the sense of like, Oh, over here's the better than, over here's the greener grass, over here's the cooler new place. Let's ditch the old. That's not what we're doing. We're building on. We're building up. We're expanding out our embodied, physical, three-dimensional embodied experience capacity for accessing all of the dimensional experiences available in this particular cosmos. Our pan-dimensional nature, our soul, our cosmic self, has access to the perspective of this cosmos from all the dimensions. And we are now accelerating in our capacity to access those perspectives from within this beautiful 3D body container and if you are feeling like crabby or or grumpy about 3d go outside for a moment and find a little patch of moss and stare at the moss ever so gently touch the moss with your fingertips you will be amazed amazed you can spend hours wondering in awe at the glory of moss the wonder of it the marvel of it that is only available in the physical three-dimensional experience Okay, yes, you can feel it, can't you? Okay, so now understand that the things that you're grumpy about, and I can get grumpy about them too occasionally, I get it, are human society. 
are the human structures, the human thought forms, the human assumptions, the human ways of existing that are out of congruency, that are dissonant, that are, that are not aligned, that are not in flow with this beautiful, deep, sacred current of life force that is animating and moving and creating all of this gorgeous physical three-dimensional glory and art that is the natural world here on earth. Now, I'm not saying that everything humans create sucks and needs to go away. That's boring. That's an old story. That whole, we got to go back to the garden or we got to like ditch technology or like, no, 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 none of that. And there's no going back. That's no, we didn't come here for that. We came here for this new, this new way of being a new way of experiencing ourselves. And we're going to create things that are beyond our current imagination. I have a pretty amazing imagination and I know that even what I can imagine and what I have been shown esoterically is just the tip of the iceberg stay open stay in wonder stay in awe find the places in your life Find the beings in your life where you can have that sensation of just being in absolute wonder. Sit with your cat. Sit with your magical dog. Sit with your child. Sit with another human that you can't even barely even believe how did they do it? How did this beautiful, amazing being come into form in the way that they did? How did they create that beautiful fur, that beautiful curve of the lip, that beautiful eye shade, that beautiful heart, that beautiful experience? How did they do it? The unique wonder of them. And then take this wonder, this how did you do it? How did you make this beautiful, amazing thing that you made that is yourself here in this physical form? How, how, how? Bring that love and that awe and that wonder and direct it to yourself as well. See if you can transfer that or use the muscle memory of what it feels like to do that about another towards yourself. I guarantee you there is nothing happening currently, externally or internally, that is more important or more useful than this at this time. And yes, I'm going to give you intel, time-based intel. I know we always want that. I mean, our, my human enjoys that as well. Tactical, practical things. But this is the core of it, okay? The more you can come into the sensation, the experience, the awareness of the beauty and the love and the embodied joy of creation and expansion that is within you and how everything that you want to do and experience is just a reflection of that, the faster, the easier, the smoother, the, the more joyful, the more playful, the more gleeful what is coming next will be for you. Notice where you have inner stories and inner voices that resist or reject any of this within yourself. Oh, I'm not that. I'm not that special. 
I'm not allowed to do that. That's not okay. If I were that big, that would intimidate others. If I were that cool and powerful and magical and amazing and special and unique, that's arrogance. That's narcissism. That's a problem. That's not okay. I'm not allowed to take more than my fair share. All of this is energy that is being swept away, that is being removed from the planet, that already has been removed from the planet. And now your job is to find those little threads, whatever they are, right? And for some of you, it's going to be, if I were fully here, if I fully brought all of my magic and my cosmic self into my human form, Dangerous things could occur because I am that magical. I am that powerful. I might damage things. I might hurt things. That's another version of this. Okay. So working within to find those little spots, those tension, those friction spots, and then bringing new skill or expanded skill or existing, if you have deep, full capacity already in skillfulness, bring that in on the neural rewiring side, on the nervous system support and expansion side, any somatic releasing of old shit that needs to be moved out of the body, writing the new story within, And allowing that energetic, esoteric, spiritual, metaphysical expansion to exist within your experience. So remember that the energy theme, the planetary energy theme for this entire year is homecoming. Everything that I've been talking about here so far is homecoming. You coming home within yourself. You coming home within your human form. Your soul coming fully home within its own experience in this cosmos. The completion of the ancient, epically long spiral that the cosmos has been running and experimenting with and experiencing for eons beyond time, beyond multi-millennia, beyond comprehension for the human brain, how long that spiral has been going. And it completed. And your own soul is doing its own work now of integrating and accessing its own inner completion And now wanting to come into the new phase. And so I've spoken before about how some of us are experiencing in our human, uh, in our human expression of our cosmic self, that our human is acting at times as the apex timeline for the cosmic self. That it is that the human embodiment versus the other forms of living experience, life experience that the cosmic self is having, because time is a sphere, not a line. That the human form, the human version, the human expression currently of the cosmic self is the like the point, the lead, the one taking the lead, being at the apex of the soul's journey. Mm, Yes. Okay. So this homecoming also is about Earth coming into her own home, into her own self, into her full integration of her dimensional experiences that she has had along the way in her own evolutionary journey and now coming into a new access to dimensional experiences that she has not previously had in her own life, in her own journey. And I need to share with you some important 
<clears throat> information about some earth timelines that have occurred that some of you are very sort of attached to or experience an idea of connection to. So I'm going to speak first about, I'm going to use the example of the Atlantis, the idea of Atlantis. But I want you to understand that there are many other versions of this that have occurred. Atlantis was not like another city or another civilization or another timeline that naturally organically occurred on Earth in the way that others that we may be familiar with did. Like Lemuria, a natural organic timeline that was experienced or phase is a better way to put it, that was experienced. Atlantis was created, constructed energetically, esoterically, using esoteric magics by beings who wanted to accelerate their own magic, esoteric capacity, uh, embodied access to higher dimensionality, similar to where we're going now, they wanted to create something like that and they wanted it to happen faster than it was happening. It wasn't meeting their sensation of what they wanted in terms of sort of speed and robustness of it. So they started kind of building their own alternate earth is the easiest way to think of it. And they kind of broke off part of Earth energy to create this sort of special sphere of existence that only the ones that they chose could come and be in. And so it was sort of a like, we don't want all these others. We only want these special sort of high level beings based on their own judgments to be here because we think that that's the problem. The others don't have the inner capacity to kind of hold this or whatever. So we're going to go create this break off, splintered off copy that we think will be better than the original Earth. Many experiences like this have occurred in what we would think of as the past of Earth's history and of sort of beings living on Earth with consciousness. And when these have occurred, these break-offs, these splinter-offs, they have all failed. They have all eventually self-destructed in some way through some version of a corruption of power corruption of magic. And so then some of those beings would keep trying again and then there would be like a whole other thing that would go on and various, you could put different labels on some of these. Some of these we have little bits of sort of human awareness of in myth or an esoteric awareness. Many we just have none of and we don't need them. And you can see this theme, by the way, throughout all sorts of human, you know, currently available and sort of popularized or encultured mythology or stories, right? You can even just see it in how society is currently expressing itself, where we have this idea of, oh, there's this sort of special vaunted group of people who get to have all the resources and everybody else is sort of fucked off in a corner, Right, except for the corner is the whole planet, and it's really the corner, the special corner of just these sort of, you know, uh, the one percent or whatever. Right, people talk about, and all of that is just they're just reflections of this energy, right? And then we have all these different mythologies through religions and through other mythologies around the creation of the world of like who are the chosen ones. And then we have these mythologies about things like the fall, being kicked out of the garden, beings that are sort of choosing to go create their own thing, which is the fall mythology in many different ways, right? 
all of these are all just fractals, all just reflections of a kind of a core theme of the old, now completed spiral of, oh, what if we could create an imitation of life force or some portion of life force? Okay, so back to Earth. So all of these different sort of splintering Earths, creating these sort of splinters of Earth, created a, like it started to diffuse out Earth's energy. Like pieces of Earth's soul or energy was ripped out every time this occurred. And so it became necessary to come in and restore all of Earth to herself and to collapse all of these fractured, splintered versions, these clones. And so there was a kind of a a coming in from a massive cosmic level and saying no more, it is done, collapsing it all in, back into Earth, into true Earth the one unique individual earth. There are not multiple earths. There will not be another earth. We are not going to have an experience of a splitting in which some people will move off into some other better version of Earth and others are left behind, which is like the current has been in the last couple of years, sort of new age version of heaven and hell. The kind of the new age, spiritually inverted, warped bullshit of like the rapture. This is not happening and will not happen. And it will not be allowed again in this cosmos that Earth be split, fractured, imitated, cloned in that way. So if you have within you or you notice outside of you in others a thought form, an idea, a mental model with or without fear attached to it, of this kind of splintering happening, please hear me that this is incorrect. Please hear me that this will hold you back from the experience you want. And please do everything in your mm, desire and power to curtail where any of that is being shared. Don't amplify it. Don't go on a bit, like even me just talking about it is amplifying it. And yet there is a time and a place occasionally for discussion of these things to correct for people as they are opening into new levels of awareness. So that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Back to where we are now and where we're going in this new era this new era which began December 2nd, 2022 in human timeline. This new era which we are in year one of. And year one is the foundation building year. And in order to build the most wonderful, delightful foundation for where we are going, We have to clear and clean out the building site. And that deconstruction phase that we have been going through has been that. Many of us are now emerging, have been emerging out of that deconstruction phase, ready for preliminary foundation building. Some are still doing deconstruction. That's fine. Let yourself have whatever your timing is while also understanding what I'm going to be sharing about what's happening and what's coming. The energetics of what's coming ahead 
are going to be very different than anything we've been experiencing. There will be some mm, sort of sensation experiences that are similar, but these are, it's just different. So yes, it's energies are coming in faster. Yes, the stimulation of the higher, faster energies that we are going to be like immersed in, in our little tiny human bodies will stimulate all of the particles within our human experience to want to entrain to that faster level. So they're going to want to move faster, oscillate, spin, vibrate faster at the higher and higher frequency levels. And this will be stimulating to the nervous system. And that may be stimulating in a way that feels joyful and exciting the nervous system being activated is not always a bad thing. When we're excited, the nervous system is activated. It's can the nervous system be activated from a place of flourishing instead of from a place of contracting or fear or, uh, or, or depletion. So I've spoken for quite some time about the fact that at the end, towards the end of March, we would have a kind of a massive shift in the energetics of this foundation building homecoming year. And I've kind of tied that loosely to the March equinox date. I want to give you more specifics around some of this. So there's actually a kind of a, a, a fit, like an open window that begins I feel probably around March 19th, again, depending on where you are on the planet. And some of you may be feeling this already. Some of us feel energy, experience energy earlier than others. Okay, so you may already be in this or sensing it. You wouldn't be actually in it, in it, but you might be feeling it, sensing it, right? Okay, so March 19th-ish. Big things on the 20th, big things on the 21st, big things on the 22nd, big things on the 23rd. And again, I feel on the 26th and I'm not clear on what I'm confident that there are going to be people who understand about planetary astrology who would be able to come in and be like, oh, yes, and this is when the blah, blah, blah happens. I don't know what those things are. I have not been staying current with astrology, planetary astrology, although I find it to be interesting and fun. But so just wanting to, you know, mention that, that I'm sure that there are things that connect with that. This time period, I'm going to say roughly the 19th through the 26th is a huge, massive kind of liftoff. And we are then going to be in a new like rhythm of how energies are going to be working where we have an experience of big waves carry us up to the top of the wave but instead of then bringing us then we're kind of like have the calm down in the trough of the wave that wave essentially deposits us up at the new level where we have an integration period that will not be very long. And then another big wave carries us up. So this is good news for those of you who find the kind of integration periods really boring and frustrating. And I know that some of you do. Occasionally I do as well. Because they're going to be shorter and we're going to have more of the big expansions. This is rough news if you don't yet have the kind of inner skill set. Because when you have the skill set, and, and you know, there's a lot of different ways you can get into this skill set, but if you have the skill set to be able to essentially find and put yourself into what I often refer to as the slipstream, to so just let the slipstream carry you, and have the aware, have the capacity to discern what, if any, are correct actions, what are correct doing this things that enhance and support my 
free-flowing movement along the slipstream and only doing those things and not sort of tripping and falling into my brain and my nervous system directing me to do a whole bunch of other things that actually then create massive friction. And instead of having a slipstream experience, I have a kind of being trashed up against the rocks by the undertow of the waves experience, which is no fun at all. And of course, we might have moments where we sort of slip and fall out of the slipstream and crash onto the rocks and go, oops, I know better than that. And get myself back in. It's not work being in the slipstream. It's not hard. Getting in there can be hard. Getting in there can require work. Building the muscle, which just comes through habit, which comes through attention. And so then we come to this important piece of ruthless focus, ruthless devotion. Remember, as I've said before, as I teach regularly, your, wherever your attention is going, that is what you are in devotion to. Do you want to choose what you want to be in devotion to? What do you want to be in devotion to? Everything that I've described earlier in this transmission, I feel if those things are at the center and even the only thing that you're in devotion to, Everything else will just sort of fit in its place accordingly. To be in devotion to that, your attention has to go to it regularly. A lot. Throughout the day. How do you build in to your own rhythms throughout the day to bring yourself back into attention, into devotion to that? And there's a million different ways in which you can do that. What lights you up? What brings you into the experience of wonder at being alive, at being part of this incredible creation? What brings you into the playful, fun, creational expansion energy? Getting time away out of the kind of the, cr- the crush of things also to kind of drop in and just be in energetically that energy space, that's also very important. You may do that through meditation or sitting in guided activation or bike riding, going for walks, but not if your brain is ruminating on stuff. Music can just work wonders for this. Create a few playlists that support a certain kind of emotional state And put those on all the time. You live with a lot of people, get headphones. You don't like Bluetooth, get wired ones. Any objection you can throw up, I could knock down easily. You also could knock them down easily. Don't be the thing that gets in your own way. Okay, so now as we move out of March... And we move into kind of what's coming next. We're going to see more and more of these waves. I'm sensing that there's going to be kind of another big wave in the second half of April. And this may just be the rhythm. We may just sort of have the, I don't know. Um, But I'm not often given a lot of micro detail about time-based things too far in advance because it often undercuts like it limits the timelines it limits the potential right so it's always this or better say oh whenever you're like oh I want this or better not that you're looking for better don't do that thing where you don't actually ever choose anything because you're like oh but something better might come around the corner that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about just in the in the sort of like a You know, how are you supporting your thoughts and how are you supporting the way your thoughts and your words can have impact on what you're creating around you? Yeah. I continue to feel that like October, November, December again are like epic. And we are we are in the beginning of several big cycles. So we have this kind of two year cycle 
that were in 23 and 24. And then we have this 10-year cycle that this year one is the foundation building for. We also have kind of a 20-year cycle that really is the kind of like, mm, nope, I'm not going to describe it. I'm hearing don't describe it. You're going to limit it. And of course, we also last year began a new 200-year cycle, which was related to when Earth closed all of her lower timelines, which was in January of 2022. So that's another thing, is that I want to also let you know that in this new era, in this new spiral, and as you go along in this work, the deconstruction work and then the foundation work, as you start to come into more and more um, access into multidimensional experiences, a few different things are going to happen. One, you can start to get more skillful at actually choosing which dimensional perspective to be in, or maybe initially it's just a toggling back and forth between physical 3D experience and just kind of loosely higher dimensional experience without defining which dimension that is because you may have just kind of like one of the kind of key dimensions coming online if you will for you to access and so you're kind of toggling back and forth between them in the past you may have had the experience of you don't have the capacity to be in charge of that shifting try now experimenting with it you know, if it's a toggle switch back and forth, try flipping the toggle switch back and forth and see how that goes. If you have a couple of different dimensional experiences outside of 3D that have become available to you, try turning the dial. Right? Then also try, if you have a couple or even more than a couple, try layering them on top of each other. That can be really cool. When you can start to kind of see what's happening in your human experience, what's happening for humanity on the planet, what's happening in the planetary space, what's happening in the, in the kind of galactically and cosmic and then cosmically from multiple, multiple dimensions simultaneously. It's a really beautiful experience. And I really wish that for you. It changes everything about your human experience when you begin to be able to have access to that. And as more and more of that happens, and whether or not that's happening in your awake awareness or not, your experience with memory may be changing. You may be noticing that like your experience of and with memory is different than what you thought it should be or than what it used to be. And I encourage you to not get grippy with this and to not worry about it and to not put labels on it and to not allow old world medical models to define what is going on there. Okay. And yes, do things that support your brain's health at the same time, not from a place of fear, but from a place of this expands, the more you're supporting your brain health, the, the faster and the easier the kind of multidimensional experiences and expressions become in your body. Because your cerebral spinal fluid, which is sort of bathing your brain, encasing your brain, and also running up and down your spine, is essentially a multidimensional portal for information to come in. Remember that your nervous system is the bridge between your energy body and your physical body. And so if you're working on kind of the nervous system stuff and you're stuck with it, and you haven't, you feel like you've kind of exhausted everything related to your human experience, it's possible that what's really going on is that you haven't yet understood how your soul experiences came through on the energy body in through the nervous system to create physical experiences in your human that would echo and reflect those soul experiences so that you could then work through certain mechanisms of identifying and kind of unplugging in the human child development neurobiology side of things but then that gives you access into the soul side of it 
right? So it's the, the nervous system is the bridge between the energy body and the physical body. And of course, the energy body is sort of the access point for all of the different soul level energetics, all the different cosmic self energetics to come through into the human experience. I want to end with reminding you that if you are drawn to or feel driven by bringing beauty into the world in whatever form, physical beauty, artistic beauty, stories that are beauty, things that give people beauty to live in in their environment as they develop their kind of sacred ecosystem within which they live and experience themselves and their lives, the beauty of people being able to see the beauty within themselves, returning and restoring and reclaiming the inner beauty, more and more of this kind of work will be wanted by more and more humans. Don't be afraid to evolve your own income generating strategies accordingly. And understand that all of that is just simply a reflection of your own soul's desire to experience and witness more of its own beauty here in your embodied form, both through bringing more of your cosmic self in and your original self also. It's the trinity union of original cosmic and human that really does define the evolution into homo lumens, but that more of your soul coming into your human embodiment, that's one side of this. The other side of this is that as potentially the apex timeline for your cosmic self your cosmic self your soul is now able to have the experience of a new higher greater whatever adjective you want degree of beauty within itself than it has had before through these experiences so this both and happening within you okay Hmm. meet yourself where you're at be honest about where you're at and continue to look for are there ways in which you are being extractive with others or with the world Are there ways in which you are being dishonest with yourself about yourself and therefore the world or others in your life? For example, look to where do you feel you are a safe place to be, but you're not. What does it take for you to actually be a safe place for others? In what ways can you be safe for others and in what ways are you not? Get real about that, particularly in your close relationships where your close relationships have issues, have friction, are having trouble. It's not all about them. Okay? If you think it's all about them, you're wrong. I don't care what the circumstances. If you're in a dangerous, violent situation, please leave or please get help. I do want to bring that caveat in. Please do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Know that you are loved. Please reach out and get help. Everybody else? It's not just about them. (laughs) Look within. Okay? Don't be the person in the glass houses throwing stones at your partners, 
at your loved ones, at your friends, at your business partners, at your work colleagues, at everybody else. Every place that you are judging outwardly, see that judgment within yourself as simply useful data about what within yourself, what aspect of that is within yourself because it is there, guaranteed, if you're feeling that judgment, which is different than just a super neutral discernment of the facts. It can be a subtle thing, can be a hard thing to, to really tell the difference um, from the outside where somebody's at with that. But on the inside, you do know. If you have really deep connection in your body, you can feel it in your body, the truth of that. All right. I'm kind of coming back out of, I've been sort of like in a fugue, fugue state a little bit through this transmission and I'm not, oh my God, it's been 55 minutes that I've been talking. I hope you're still with me. <laughs> um, I need to have a sip of tea here. I hope it's going to be nice cold tea. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's okay. My voice is a little sad. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and it was interesting. I just like personal journey stuff. I realized that I, the other day, I can't remember why, but I was like, pulling from transmissions to share to somebody and realized, oh, it's been more than a month since I've done my last transmission. And um, I've been in a very inner space as I've been going through my own process um, with all of these energies. And, and it's been, and I do feel like I'm going to continue to be in many ways more inner focused. And I, I don't know what that will mean, but, uh, and I don't care, like it'll be what it needs to be. Um, but it's been it's been really good. It's been really good. Uh, I I don't know what will come next for me in that regard. Like, will I be more or less sharing? Who knows? I just remember that I do these when it's correct for me to do them. I don't do them on a schedule. I don't do them because you know business wisdom should say you should. You know, none of that. I don't care about any of that. I don't do them for marketing. I don't do them for any purpose other than they anchor certain energies. They are a mechanism for that, and they are also in some ways kind of a, can be sort of a pressure relief valve within myself around my create-transmit rhythms, and, um, and that's it. And I do love and find, my nervous system in particular finds it very nourishing when you share with me positives and you know ways in which this is useful and impactful in positive ways to you i love those stories so send me those messages send those comments they they really they mean so much to me and know that i'm not actually doing this for that that's not the driver that's the byproduct and i want you also to look to where can you do more sharing out from your inner truth for its own sake and the impact is the byproduct not the driver because that's actually going to make your impact exponentially more powerful while also speeding up your own kind of inner expansion of embodied cosmic self embodied original self shifting more and more as we move more and more into the land of wise innocence that we are calling into form here on earth as we go ahead and it starts within we access it within we ask access it esoterically that land of wise innocence that return of the cosmic child within and the physical biology shifts that are happening the integration of the right and left sides of the body and the right and left hemispheres of the brain. The upgrades in the DNA. The upgrades in the mitochondrial networks. Tending to these areas in your body. Tend to your mitochondrial networks. Nourish them. Support them. Remember that you are a big, giant collective. You are not one single, like your body is not one single removed thing. You are connected to everything. 
and you have billions of organisms, literally billions of microorganisms living in your body, and you are one of billions of organisms living on the body of this earth, your body and earth's body are the same. All right, beautiful star beings. I'm glad you're here on the planet. Thank you for your light in the world. I love you.